And Bart comes out like, I got him. Chase is looking down at his front end like there's an ant on this, on this number plate. He don't even see Barsha coming. He cuts over. Bam. Justin hits Bam! him. Yeah, there it was. He gets on there. Justin hits the ground. That pass was not a dirty pass on there. The intention is what he was trying to do because Nate, I believe, was a threat. Might have been suspect. A little dirty on myself so you can figure it out yourself. What's up, guys? You know who it is, your boy JS7, and you know where we at. We at the Rewind Show, baby. Round eight from Daytona, Florida. Yes, hometown race. Although I wasn't racing, I felt like I did. I felt like I was a president out there. The fans were there. They were like, oh, Jay, is that Malcolm? No, wait, hold up. That's JS7. like yes, it was cool it was special and for me it was really special because I've never really been in that position to be at a race with the fans like that and not have to worry about going off and like racing and being focused and it felt like I never left so big shout out to all the fans I was in Daytona once they recognized your boy was there with the long hair dreads and the beautiful smile they were reffing so but you know what we're here for we had the rewind we got to get into it we had Chase Sexton the big three, Eli Tomac, Cooper Webb, a lot of stuff that was going on, a lot of stuff to get into, just like Hunter Lawrence got into Nate thrashing. So let's get into it. Round eight, Daytona, let's do it. Daytona is a unique track. It's in the speedway. And although we have a few more this year, um, you have Atlanta. It's going to be a speedway. And I think just years past, Daytona used to be the only speedway. These guys got familiar with it when they in COVID year they had three at Atlanta. So you kind of have a little bit more feeling, but Daytona's a unique. It kind of stands on its own. One, all day you're riding in, in the daylight outside. Sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's cold. But Saturday it was kind of warm. But I felt like with D- Daytona, the, the hardest part was when it got nighttime because you're so used to seeing it in the day and then you get a night, that black dirt, and then you got the white dirt, the transitions of just seeing the ruts. And as the ruts got deeper, it's not like the way in a regular stadium or supercross, the lights are on top of you or the speedway is kind of shooting at the side. So the shadows became an issue. So for me at, at Daytona, when they switched this thing tonight, I always had a hard time seeing it. And you can tell these guys it's still kind of that way, even though they've gotten better. So not only you have lighting, you have the fact that it is Daytona. And I will say this. I do believe now it's a little different being only 20 minutes compared to 20 laps when we raced the track. You don't ride as many laps, of course, because I think it was like a minute and 12 seconds. So I think they were at 16, 17 laps. And on a track that gets so gnarly and with the rain coming, it does. It's it actually is a big difference. Those last three, four laps, just mentally and the way the track deteriorates. So, um, you know, being 20 minutes, it's a little bit easier. But nonetheless, I think having the track and when it started raining, it actually got really like tough. Because you saw those guys start jumping through the whoops, and it was like not enough to make it a mud race. It was just slippery in a few spots. But 
at the end of the day, we had the big three in the main event. They got out front and being able to call the race. It was it was cool because we kept we almost watched exactly what happened at Daytona was exactly what's been happening all year long. So I'll break that down in a second. But overall, the track, the whole atmosphere, Daytona, the crowd, once the race was over, they came on the track. Just the whole atmosphere was awesome. And then pretty much all day long until the main event, the race was pretty much a dud in a sense, but we waited for the best for last and we got what we needed. The track being the same layout was a topic. Um, It was basically the same track layout as last year, but uh, honestly, I think everybody was in different positions last year. So even though it's the same layout, it's kind of like when you go to you know, the outdoor track, they could be the same layout, but they always just feel different. Like the ruts, they carve up different. So it was, I guarantee when they were riding it, racing, they never really thought, hey man, it's the same track we rode on last year. Cause I mean, dude, some, some of these cats is crashing that was racing last year. So clearly it wasn't a backyard or a practice track, but overall coming into this, we, we were looking forward to everybody kind of knew what was going on, what happened with Eli last week in that third moto and Cooper winning, building the confidence, Chase having this issue still. Um, what was going to happen at Daytona? And like as RC says, like the the title starts at round, you know, at Daytona. I, I think at this year in particular, um, I think it, it really kind of does in a sense. And not necessarily that all of a sudden these guys are that now they're going to compete for a title, but there's just been so much uncertainty about what's going on. Chase has the speed. Eli has the 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 title. He has the the records. He has the momentum, I guess, from the last few years. He's been that dominant force. And then you got Cooper Webb, who's really consistent, but he's lacking on speed. So each one of these guys have something that one um, that allows them to be better than the other person, but also at the same time that is actually hurting them. And I think with Eli being having some cracks and not being in tune with the bike as far as he was last year to where every track, he kind of looked the same where this year he rides better on certain tracks than others allows chase and allows Cooper to continue to hopefully fix their problems and get better while Eli's sorting out his. So it makes it or makes it a interesting dynamic coming into Daytona because Eli's not as dominant as he was last year, even though the dude has the red plate, just one Daytona and he's still winning. It it puts Cooper and Chase in a situation where they feel like if they can fix their issue, that they can jump all over this dude. So it was important for each one of those guys to to kind of solidify what's going on. Like I, I feel like all right, I'm Cooper Webb. I won two of these things and I'm building confidence. But do I really feel like, you know, Chase is it's starting to see me as a threat. Yeah, they are, but they feel like they still got something on me. They feel like they still can beat me in speed. So I need to kind of answer that bell. And we know Eli's won this this race like a thousand times. So, of course, he's coming in here. And after he just went missing last weekend, that last moto, he wants to come in Daytona. He just feels good. Like he said, he just wakes up. The dirt just feels good. Something feels right when he shows up Daytona. And that's why he always wins. So, of course, with him, he knew if he allows these guys to come in and beat him, it's probably going to be, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. And then Chase Sexton, I got to stay off that confused list. 
Like, that's what it is. Like, I'm not even worried about anything else. I know I'm falling. I know I'm maybe not winning. I've only won one of these things. But that confused list I keep getting on every weekend, I need to fix that. And if I think I fixed that, then I'm probably not going to be confused. That means I won. Like, it's pretty simple. I know what's happening. So each one of these guys, they have something coming in round eight here at Daytona that they need to solidify. And I almost feel like the most pressure was on Eli, even more than Chase coming into this, because he he did have these two races that he's kind of been off. Um, I would say Tampa, he was off, but we put that up like track slippery. I don't like what was going on, whatever, fifth. And like I said, I'm like, all right, I wouldn't even worry about him. But last weekend when he went ET on us, like that was concerning. So I think the pressure was on the champ because he's looking at the other two-time champ starting to find speed because Cooper was, he got quicker at, at, um, Arlington last weekend at Dallas, he was quicker and he's slowly like getting better. So I think he's worried about him and he's like, damn, if this chase dude keeps not hitting the ground, then maybe I won't have as many wins. So I believe coming into Daytona, everybody expected Eli to win. He wanted to win. And I think if he thought that if Cooper won this race, it was going to be a problem. And I said this um, before the race even started, we were talking like at Daytona, I'm watching the practice and I'm like, man, if I'm Eli, like the one person I want to win is probably not the person that you guys would think. I would want Chase to win tonight. Like if I'm Eli, I want Chase to win. Why do I want Chase to win? Well, the track is, we know Daytona, it's uh, it's not a normal Supercross track. And I do feel like with Chase, he's not going to have to win once. He's going to have to win a few times. So he can win this weekend and then fall next weekend. And so the likelihood of something going wrong with him is pretty high compared to if I let Cooper win, knowing how he's always been here, knowing that if he beats me at Daytona and believe it, Cooper, the whole KTM team, they smell what was up. They, they since the moment, they knew that, look, if we can get this dude this weekend, like it's, it could be more than just uh, 26 points. It could be a big blow. And Eli knew that as well. So as us fans, all we want to see is all three of them get out front. We saw that in Oakland, but they got out front and they got separated real quick. Well, this weekend they got out front and Barsha was there and Chase wasn't having it. And then Barsha was there and Chase wasn't having it. And so Chase, you can see him like trying to get like keep Barsha behind him that first lap because he didn't want those dudes to go. And so the first lap they come around, they one, two, and three. So race is on. And I said on the broadcast that I felt like maybe this is a good situation for Chase because of all the times he's been leading this thing. Like when those races happen, like he's leading or he's right there with Eli or he has that speed where I think putting him in this situation, like being third was something that would be different. Just like I talk about Ken or something needs to change. Hell, something needs to change and you can't do the same thing. So with Chase being in third, it was a new scenario for him. So maybe he was able to relax and be able to get and pass those guys. And for a while I was like, things kind of settled down and it was weird. Every time he would get up close, he would just make a mistake. And I kept watching the thing. And I'm like, this is actually exactly what we've been watching all year long. Like what these guys are doing is the same thing they've been doing all year long. I'm like, all right, Cooper pulls a whole shot, but he can't get away on there. Like he's getting better, but he can't get away. Eli is just like he's there. He's been struggling all day. These guys chase is clearly faster than them, but keeps making mistakes. So Eli's there. All right. Cooper makes a mistake. Eli capitalized. Now Eli's in the lead. Now he's going fast enough. Cooper still not fast enough really to catch him. Like he's 
he's better, but he can't like he can't get there. Chase is making mistakes. He's jumping, cutting, falling, stalling. Everything was happening. He's lucky that Barshit is a change man, bro. Change man. You saw Barshit like one, he got cut off. And then he went down. He was like, Dad, like think about it, think about it, think about it. Then he was like, rev this bike up there. And then so Varsha was kind of a change man. And even when they clawed it on there, like, you know, it was a racing thing. It went down. But like, if you look at it in the hole, you've been watching that all year. Chase is faster, making mistakes. Eli's capitalizing because Chase is making mistakes. And he's capitalizing because Cooper is not fast enough to get him yet. And Eli ends up winning the race. So all these races all came in the head at Daytona and they finished one, two, and three. And I would say, if you look at it, the way they finished is exactly the way they finished in the points. And the way they finished is probably the way, if you had to say who are the three best in which order is the way they finished. So nonetheless, like Daytona was just a more the same case of what's been going on on all year long. And to me, nothing really changed. In fact, I think Eli doesn't walk out of his race saying, I got him. I think Cooper is just as confident, maybe even more confidence coming out of his race. And I think Chase, it might still end up on that confused list. So nothing's really changed that the fact that like we're going to Indy next week and maybe, maybe something to change there. But overall, it was the same race. So about seven minutes into the race, they get they go into the sand section. Well, the first corner, everybody was pretty much going inside. And then you the next one, you go right. You had an option. You go outside, you go inside. If you go inside, it's way quicker. But then if you don't get the run, you're starting to spin up. The guy on the outside can slingshot. But if you're leading the race, most likely you would kind of go inside because that way, you know, the guy can't pass you. And since the inside is faster for the beginning part, there's no way somebody can go on the outside behind you and pass you. Like you, you would be gone. They wouldn't even be able to catch you. So it was weird that Cooper went outside and basically Eli dove on the inside and passed him. I don't really see that as an issue. Like why would Cooper go outside? Like I can see why he did that. I don't think he thought Eli one was that close, but also if Eli was able to pass him, I think Cooper thought he was going to be able to do exactly what he did. Cause when you're on the outside, the guy goes on the inside the only way he can actually like really pass you is if he was closer to where Cooper was coming out and he was able to stop Cooper. But Cooper was going to do once he's like Eli slid on the inside, he was just going to stay and then basically cut back and be on the inside of going because the way that inside flowed, it actually had to push you back on the outside because if you tried to cut him back, you would just spin up the guy pass you anyway. So that incident, I think it caught Cooper off guard that actually Eli was closer than maybe he thought. But I don't think he thought, like, look, I'm going to open this door up. And even if I do get past, I'm going to able to square it up and get past him anyway from knowing the two different things. But I thought it did two different things. I think, one, it put him in that off-camera situation that was awkward, that Debo was not having it. And I think maybe Eli forgot who he was racing against because I said on the broadcast, like, the fact that, like, Eli was going to try to, like, jump on the inside – almost feel like he was testing Cooper to see how comfortable he was. Cause he knew like, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Like I know that dude's going to like pass me. So I don't really know what he's thinking. Maybe the fact that he tripled in and that Cooper had to go like single and he slowed down. I, I don't know. Uh, but Eli tried it anyway. And Cooper had no intentions of making that inside. You know how I know that is because no, when you went inside, you went roll you didn't double onto the inside. So when Cooper doubles, 
Like he's going, he's going out to block Eli. I don't think it was like the incident that happened in 250 class, which we'll talk about. I don't think it was that kind of ill intention, but I think Cooper was not having that. Like at no point when Cooper got back beside him, he didn't think Eli was going to like try to do what he was going to do. And if he did, he wasn't having that. I'm sure he had a free pass. I'd knock your ass off this track in there. And if Eli want to give me his ticket, I'll do it. So at the same time, Cooper was like, oh, cool. Free, free lesson, free lesson. So Eli backed out. You know, he tried to be his, um, you know, he did his best to stay up. But it was odd that he would try to do that. And I think that's the difference that, like, you know, Eli might have been testing to fill out where Cooper's head is. Well, he saw where his head is. He's like, hey, getting that ass. You don't play with him like that. So it did that. So that was one thing it did. And then the second part was that was Eli wouldn't be able to do that same move on Cooper. I feel like with Cooper, he's one of the smartest racers on picking up that stuff. Like, he got eyes in the back of his head on there. So if you ain't got speed, you got to be able to, like, look behind. You got to have something. And when his superpowers is knowing what this other guy can and cannot do. And so when Eli blew his chance, it's like, dude, you, you got one shot with this date on there. You blew it. Like, you, you couldn't figure it out. When it, it was game time, you couldn't go on there. That's it. You ain't getting down that base no more. So I feel like when Cooper did that, uh, when Eli did that, it was like, all right, can't pass there. Same thing after the triple going into the whoops. Um, he went on the inside. So when Eli runs in on Cooper in those whoops, uh, his intention was not to pass him. His intention was actually like startle him. So he messed up the whoop section or his intention was to get what he actually ended up doing was to get Cooper to like triple and start jumping those whoops instead of blitzing it. Cause going outside, although it was slower in the beginning part, the speed that Cooper would gain through the whoops by compared to jumping what Eli was doing and then not only that, he just carried his momentum on that next triple and double. So it was like it was faster in the first incident, um, the beginning part of that section, the whoop section, to go inside. But it was way slower throughout that whole section. So Cooper was going outside. And even though Eli would get real close, he would make up all that time. So Eli wanted to shut that down, which he did. I think what I said with Cooper, one of his best, um, one of the best things about him is that he can dictate he changes well like compared to other guys like he adapts very well like for instance like that sand section like okay i ain't gonna go there not even get got opportunity because i think what eli was going to do next time if he had that opportunity was go in that corner and then slow down to make sure cooper would have to break out of that sand section from coming on outside and then go like the fact that he went through he allowed cooper to cut underneath it he pulled away eli would have just stopped Make sure Cooper stopped, and then they would have been a drag race, and I don't think that off-camera thing. So when Cooper had to switch up and go inside of that triple and go jumping through the whoops, it actually was the best thing. And that's why I said, one, if the rain wouldn't have started, I don't think they would have had a rut to be able to go through those and jump through those whoops. And then two, um, I don't think he would have been as fast around the rest of the racetrack because the high speed where Eli was struggling all day long was in between the G outs. And I don't think that would happen. So people keep talking about like the, the, the break or neutral that was heard around the world. They keep saying like that was the reason why Cooper lost the race. No, he got passed there, but that's not the reason why he lost that race. I actually think Cooper was fast enough, which he was, he would actually, if you look at the lap times and if you look at the race, Cooper would make a mistake on there. We'd be watching on TV. He'd make a mistake and then close down on him by the end of the lap. Like, same thing that happened to Chase in Tampa. Cooper made that huge mistake in the whoops. 
But then he actually made up like a half a second by the time he got to the finish line. Well, that was happening at Daytona. But the problem was with Cooper, with these split lanes and where when he would get to certain parts, he wasn't as good in that tight section. So he would make up, he would be faster everywhere else. But then that time when it got around the finish line and then the fact that they start jumping through the whoops and he started going inside, he couldn't make up that gap to where like if it wasn't raining, they would have blitzed or if he just started going back outside, he would have been able to get there. So all these little things, Eli passed him there on the, the incident, what happened at the finish line, but that's not why he lost the race. And so I think in this fact that the reason Cooper and he's able to adjust so well, I think he adjusted too well. And, you know, looking at being Monday quarterback, it's a lot easier to say it, but you got to put that on Eli. Eli knew what he needed to do to stop these guys from doing it. And he did it again this weekend. And I I feel like at that race, Cooper was the best guy. And so that's why I felt like when you looked at Cooper on the podium, he was smiling. He said, damn, I almost got one. I don't think this hurt him at all. And in fact, he was faster. He got faster in the beginning of the part of the race. He got the whole shot. He was not holding those guys up. And Eli was doing everything to actually try to pass him, which is showing me that Eli saw what was going on. He didn't want that train to get rolling. And Chase was still making mistakes and doing what he was doing. Um, but there was a lot of things that was going on in this race, but it was all dictated. And I feel like Eli really played in the, probably his best Daytona performance, in my opinion, as far as like, not having it all day, maybe struggling, having two guys that maybe was better than him, and then like doing the stuff that made them change their race to run his pace, and he got it done. And that last lap, I think it was Eli's best lap of Daytona all day long. He knew that, hey, Cooper is faster, but if I nail this section, I get through this, I'm going to be perfect because I almost jumped off the track a couple times, almost had a couple panic grabs, had some weird things. But when the last lap and the lights are on, I got to get it done. He got it done. And that was um, and that's why he won that race. But you heard him on the end of the podium. He wasn't like, dude, dude was like trying to do the Dougie or something. Got to be incredible for him. Oh, yeah. But look at that face. I've seen him trying to do the Dougie, whatever that was. <laughs> like it was wor- it was weirder than that weird kiss on there. He was like trying to like do it. He was like one of my legs. I burnt my leg a little whiter than the other one. Like that leg, I feel like can't dance as good as the other leg, you know? So he was trying to like get it, but you could tell that whole, they were stoked. And for a guy, I don't think that Chase's records, like even though it was a big milestone and by the way, congratulations, my ass is next. Um, I don't think he'd have been doing the Dougie for that. I think he was doing Dougie because he knew what he was able to stop. He since that moment and he was able to stop it. So it was great. Even people say, like, if Chase would slow down, he would not make mistakes on there. So with Chase being looking on paper, he was the fastest and like it would look like he kept making mistakes in the main event because he's just faster. Right. Slow down. Take your time. I wanted to show people that it wasn't that. So it wasn't because Chase was going way faster than everybody else. So you can't say that he's making mistakes because he's going faster, slow down, like most people say. And in fact. Just Barsha was the fastest guy, which brings me up to this next point. Whew. Like I said earlier, you're lucky that Bam Bam has been a changed man. For all those people who think dude has not changed on there, that shows you. Now, I, I do believe, I do believe if he had a chance, he was going to knock Chase's asses in the, you know, I think he was going to give him the business. But the fact is, like, old Barsha, 
when he uh, Chase cuts him off, and I know why he's pissed. Pissed because I think actually Justin might have had a chance to win that race. Justin was actually rolling on there. He was blitzing the whoops. He was Bam Bam's in riding good all, all day, all year. And I think this is the best he's ridden all year. And he was smelling it. He saw maybe not the fastest person up front. He feels like, man, I can get Coop. I can get Coop. Eli. Yeah. I mean, everybody sensed it. Like everybody knew like something wasn't off. He was off on the champ. And he was like, Chase, I can get him. Like maybe he might do something. I'm faster. So, one, he was pissed off because he was getting roosting in all that sand. Two, he was pissed off because he was running out of tear house because he was getting roosting in all that sand. And two, this guy cut him off on there. He going to cross rut and then jump sideways to me, makes me almost crash. I ran down. You saw, he was like, ah! think about it, think about it. Woosah, woosah, woosah. And that was the thing that said that changed. He gave him a little rev up in the whoops on there right in that corner. The old Barsha would have blasted his ass. He just went straight. He went in, like, just took him out. Sometimes you just say, you know what? I'm dying. I got to take you out. Sorry, can't help myself. That's why the little dude was changing. Then he gets back in his lap later, same situation. Chase is going to stall the thing on there and the off camera. And Barcher comes out like, I got him. Chase is looking down at his front end like there's an ant on his, on his number plate. He don't even see Barcher coming. He cuts over. Bam. Justin hits Bam! him. Yeah, there it was. He gets on there. Justin hits the ground. And he don't even flip out. Like He was like, you know what? I'm going to get up and keep racing. That was a racing incident. But I'm going to have to get him back. Chase don't even look back. Like, that was the thing. Like, Chase didn't even look back on there to think, like, damn, this dude almost crashed on me. He was looking down. Justin almost landed on him. He just kept going on there. And so there was a lot of situations. But Barsha might have had a chance to win the race. And you know why he was pissed off. They had a little talking afterwards. And it's the way I sensed that was almost like that. I said it before. Like the guy at the bar that's quiet, like you know what, dude, like and down, 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 bam, like on there, bam. That's kind of the sense I got, cause I didn't see like any like yeah, da 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 da. Like normally, dude would be fighting, he'd be ready to fight on there. So it almost plays into the tweet that was heard around the world on there about that incident when Barsha was like, damn, what is he even talking about? I almost kind of feel like I might believe him on there from back then because he talked after the race. He was like this. He's like, I'm trying to change. But, of course, people like Coke 45 and Adam, get well soon, Adam. Your ass going to get knocked down. I can't help it. I'm just knock you down on there. But I am a changed man. Therefore, I prove it again that Daytona, I changed because I normally would just ran him off. And we would still be running him down the freeway. But I'm a changed man, little Johnny. Little Johnny has to look up daddy. So, Justin, good ride. And I agree, it was doable. I'm telling you, though, Bubba would do it. He would find a way. Honestly, James would do that. He would find Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear the line. He would go all the way over the tabletop, three, over this, and then over the wall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is doable. <laughs> Just saying. And after the finish line, I would have hit four. Where Cooper stalled it, neutral, whatever. I'm be that old guy. The old guy that said he was that good, that maybe wasn't that, that good. And I was up way high in the stands, maybe look way better. But I would have went four because three would have been way too hard for old JS. JS wouldn't like that three, but y'all was crashing in practice. I would have crashed there, so I would have just hit four because it would have been easier for me to just keep going instead of slowing down. But I think it was doable, right? Appreciate it. I want to give a shout out to Kawhi Leonard. I mean, Justin Cooper. Got to give him a shout out. Justin Cooper was sneaky, like, good this weekend. I think he, what, he was sixth on there. He was by El Hombre on there. Jason, what up, dog? What up? Disappointing you, bro. 
The king came in here last week and gave you a stew. He gave you a stew. And you had that performance? You had that performance? Like it was like, like shout out to Ken Routes and German chocolate. I didn't realize Ken was second in practice on there. Like Ken was there like in the heat race. And you got to give the team credit. Like, I mean, looking better, looking better. But it was almost like a gnat. Like, man, just get off me. Like, he, like compared to like a wasp or bumblebee, like you'd be like paying attention. You'd be rolling that. You just, man, just get off me. Getting all over my food. In the way, just annoying. So this weekend, it was like, all right, he's fast, but I don't even really like recognize you even out here. So, El Hombre, what up? Shoot somebody. What up? What up, dude? They don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that trap. Like last weekend, I talked to your boy Rango. What up, Cowie team? Look, man, I'm I'm B team, man. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. What the hell? You go out to second race last weekend. I know you fell in the first one. All right, you rode all right. You rode all right. You rode good in Tampa. You rode all right on there. But then when Oakland, I thought you were going to be like, damn. I was like, all right, you might have been my one of my picks on there. You couldn't even get around German chocolate. I know he good on there, but I feel like maybe you better. And in the main event, I'm like, still, he's going to get him. And I don't even know what the hell happened to you. You just, just disappear. And then this weekend at Daytona, let me back up last weekend. Fall, get up. Oh, you rode all right. Second race, dominate. Dominate. You probably had the most dominant performance out of anybody all year. Just ran away with him. It was boring. That's what I expected. And third, I don't even know what happened to you. I don't even know what happened. And then this weekend you show up, but I didn't know you even showed up. And then you like, what are you like four, fifth, sixth, something? You weren't even there. El Hombre, I expect better. And as a team manager, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Now I'm speaking for over here, over there. Jason, win. Win. If you don't win one of these races this year, we're going to have problems. We're going to have problems. Because I know you can, cause you, and you know you can. That's why you be pissed. And thirds, they ain't cool no more. Have you even got a third this year? Has he even had a third call? Got second at Anaheim 2 and a third at Houston. Okay, you got second and third at Anaheim 2 and Houston. And Well, why did I repeat that? Because you just heard him. It just doesn't make any sense. It might put your ass on the confused list. I don't know. You're making me confused. But I expect better, and I expect better these next races. You better win one of these things. I'd be very disappointed. But you know who did win? You know who did win? The champ. And I thought about this all last night. And I'm trying to think even harder what I was going to say. Because sometimes I just don't know. Sometimes I don't know. And I think Eli felt that. He's like, you know what? I don't know if I can do it. And what happened last weekend? I don't know. Cooper was like, I think I'm getting better. But I don't know. Chase saying, like, damn, I think I can, like, stay up. But I don't know. But what I do know is what happened is that when everybody don't know and they confuse, maybe even he himself doesn't know, he does this one thing that makes us all of us know. And what he knows is that when it comes and the lights shine, and when I know they shine the brightest, and when I know it's time to go, and I know when it counts, I'm going to be the one in the last standing. And what he's going to be standing for is what Cole hit it for. Suntan, next on fire. And I know that is my sixth one of the year. And I know that moves me up to third all time. And I know that moves me one behind JS7. And I know I'm about to get his ass here in a few. And like I said on the podium, I know you better not string me out that long. I don't want to be next race I show up. You better be 51. I don't want to hear. I don't have to be doing all this. I had to ask you a question about it. It was awesome. 
first time I ever asked anybody that raised the one raised a question, I was kind of, I didn't know how it was going to go, but it went pretty well. But Eli, when it's time to go, maybe they don't know, but I do. And so do you. Good job, champ. And congratulations. Third all time. Hit it for him again, Cole. Suntan. Next on fire. Next on fire. Good job, Cooper. Good job, Bam Bam. El Hombre, step up. Chase. We'll be right back, people. And you know what time it is. Stews and stews. We'll be right back. What's up guys? It's your boy James Stewart. You see this shirt I got on? Now I know we all have family. We all be coming out here. Everyone wants to be a part of Bubba's world. I want to be a part of it. But if you want to, make sure you click on this link because you can get this shirt. At least you can get this far. We got a bunch of things coming in the future, some exciting things. And I know you send in your videos. Maybe you can end up on the show that way. But if not, always make sure you get this pretty shirt, black and white, and some more coming soon. Click this link right here, go get yours. All right, people, you know what time it is. My favorite time, your favorite time. Hell, all of us' favorite time is definitely going to be Eli's favorite time this weekend. Stu and Stu. Now, of course, I always say the default Stu. There is nothing default about this. This, this, I even said a couple weeks ago, we might have to get rid of the default Stu. So maybe this is official weekend to do it because this guy is definitely not one. And I gave him one for the outdoors. It's a stupendous Stu which is Eli Tomac, not only for the Daytona win, right? Like he won seven. And believe me, I know how many times you won it because they kept talking about it in my ear. Richard Petty, all these Petties, no Petty, Eli, JS. Hey, what up? Hold up. Why did, you see they put me in the, with the crash? Like, why they put me in the crash? They telling like all the other things I could have done. I ain't seen no wall jumping. They put me in the crash. Maybe they were confused. I don't know. But back to Mr. Eli Tomac with the stupendous stew. That's a big one. That's a rare one. There ain't no default because of 49. Because you in the top three in the club, son. You in the top three. And I could tell like you were pumped. Like you were pumped. I don't know if you were pumped because you were like, look, I didn't have it, but I found it and I gave it to him this weekend for that one. Or I'm up on that list and I'm top three and I know JS has, but congratulations, Eli. Man, that's pretty gnarly. It was gnarly when they said Ricky Carmichael, you know, five time champion and James Stewart, 50 wins. It was like the first time that the way Daniel Blair hit that 50, it was like 50. It made me notice it. So I'm sure the 49 for you and thinking about all that and where you have been and where you are right now. Congratulations, Eli. This is a stupendous stew. 
here from James Stewart himself, Bubbles World, and all the fans. We all got to give it to him, so give him something, Cole. That was for you, Eli. For you. Now, my second one is Mr. Daniel Blair. Dude, you badass. I ain't gonna lie. People could say whatever, whatever they say. And now they keep saying it's how badass you are. But I know for a full hand, doing what you do, Rick Carmichael, you a stew as well. Man, it feels like lately I've been hanging around some cool people, some people that just like, I'm like, dude, like they're all over the place. Like I just had the king of Supercross. Then you got Ricky. I'm sitting next to him and he was doing his thing loudly, triumphed, whatever. It was all going on. But man, I had a great time. Daniel Blair, Ricky Carmichael, whole TV proof. Y'all know y'all stews on there for allowing your boy to be stew. And the fans, of course, it ain't happening unless you want it to happen. So they brought me back here. So that was awesome. So I had a blast. And Daytona himself, that's my third stew. Y'all had your boy feeling like he was a president up on here. Yeah, at first I was like, all right, cool. Like they was like, hey, this it's cool. You know, when you're walking through a crowd and something like, it's like, hey, well, you, hey, hey, you can just hear like the whispers. Maybe you don't, but I'll explain it. I was going, they were like, hey, that's James. Hey, James. Hey, James. Stewie, Stewie. And I was like, no, it's that. It's this. It's not. It's me. It's me. Then I was on the mule with Malcolm and it was like four black people. And you know how we are, people. I ain't gonna lie. It's like you get us in a room, maybe four of us, it'd be like 20 of us. I and mean, we were just coming in a deep style, like gangster rolling. But I was rolling the mule with Malcolm. He was getting back there. And we went out Daytona, man, it was coming. We were black, full infect, if you know what I mean. So it was cool to see that. But Daytona, they were real. Felt like I was there signing autographs. And they always represent. So, of course, y'all are stews. So, Eli Tomac, I wanted to do something special for you with the stumendous stew. And you're the only person racing on this list, I believe. Let me fact check. You're the only person on this list that's racing. So you're the main stew. Congratulations. And I'm going to be pissed off if you don't hurry up and end my death quickly. We good. All right, people, you know what time it is. Wait, that's not even how this intro goes. Wait, it's not, dude. I'm confused. Confused. That's right. We're going to have to off the stew list. I know there's a few people on that list that want to be on the stew. So maybe I'll go a little hint, stew. I know Nate Thrashing. Like, I don't know if you stew or confused on there. They heard about the cross jump, heard around the world, but Hunter said he was cool with that cross jump. He wasn't getting that. Was that a payback for that? I don't think so. I think, Nate, you didn't realize that you were a threat. And when people are a threat, you got to end those threats, right? Like when you're sick, do you just stay home or do you just go out in public? Do you just get medicine? You try to defend off that sickness by doing things to counteract what was going on. And Hunter saw a sickness or a threat on there. Like you're scared of the dark. What do you do? You flip on the lights. If you're worried about somebody and it's a threat, what do you do? You take them out. Nate Thrashing, I know you stew, but you're probably confused as well because you thought the cross jump was fixed. You thought you'd straighten that part out, but of course you didn't. Hunter saw an opportunity. He sees that opportunity. Next thing you know, all you see is your face in the dirt and you wake up. You're pissed, but you're also confused. Not knowing, is this a threat? Am I a threat? Or was this the cross jump? I don't know. I saw that boy reacting when Styles got him. And you know how he flipped out. So who knows where it was. So all I know is that he saw it. He took it. And maybe like few people don't agree with it. Do I think the pass was dirty? I actually don't think that particular pass was dirty. But hey, 
I wasn't one that was getting my ass knocked on the ground. So, of course, that's what it was. But again, you look in the whole big picture, and that's what we do. And we look at the small picture, the mini picture, the middle picture. He got knocked down because why? I believe you were a threat, Nate. So you on both lists. So you're going to be on the stew, and you're going to be confused at the same time. Nate Thrashing, you stew confused. Are you being soft? Wait, 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 wait. You just said that Hunter's Pass wasn't dirty. Okay. We make sure we put that, what you just said, in the title. Like, wait, wait, wait. Say what you said. Did you call me soft? Did you call me soft? Yeah, but you're telling me it was dirty off camera. Wait, wait a minute. Hold up, people. Did you, you know, it, wait, hold up. Like, no, no, I'm a fact checker because I did say it wasn't dirty. And I'm going to say it on camera. Now, that pass wasn't dirty on there. I, I never questioned pass. I've seen way worse. The intentions... Of what happened, like, I think that was dirty. I think the fact what I call dirty is somebody pretending like they didn't try to knock somebody down. You call me soft. You tried to say that I said something off camera that I wouldn't say off camera. I said, I don't think the past was dirty. No, I do. I do believe that. I said it off camera. I was talking to Cole, but I'm going to say it on camera. It wasn't dirty. Now, it was a dirty situation on there, and I believe sometimes... Look, there's people who knock you down like Justin Barsh. A lot of people call him dirty on there. Now, you can question some of his passes, some of them dirty or whatnot. But look, you know who the dude is, right? You know who it is. Look, you know he's going to knock your ass down. He's just an aggressive router. There's aggressive. There's dirty. There's some types that be like, hey, what's up? Like smiling and then bam, knock you down and be like, no, I'm trying to hit it for him, Cole. Bam! Yeah, that's that type. And be like, oh, no, man, that's all right. That's dirty to me, right? There's the sneaky kind. There's one people that go off and start and go left on there and like sneaky kind of dirty. I'm not saying which one of these or which person. I'm not saying Hunter is that person. Not saying he ain't that person. Let y'all figure out. Some people was pissed at the past. Some people was not. Do I believe that was dirty? No, I actually don't. Now, his intentions were dirty. His intentions was going in there to clean his ass out. So he accomplished his goal. So in my head, I'm like, damn, that, you know, if I'm Nate, like I'm pissed, kind of dirty on there. Not the past, but the tension, what he was going to do. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe it should end up on this list. It's confusing, but it makes sense to me, people. So, yes, that pass was not a dirty pass on there. The intentions, what he was trying to do, because Nate, I believe, was a threat, might have been suspect, a little dirty on myself, so you can figure it out yourself. I've seen way, way, I've seen Kyle Chisholm do way stuff. I had some dirty worse than me with them minivan moms was winning harder than that on me. Them ladies way dirtier than that. But look, they were trying to get to the line. I should have known. I shouldn't have been there. Cool. Look, move on. But at the same time, I wasn't caught off guard. So I just think, you know, people need to pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes to realize in the whole context of everything, that mother was dirty. The pass wasn't that bad on there. I've seen worse. I think the whole thing is a bad look because Hunter's clearly better than everybody else, right? Like, they feel like he's better. They, oh, poor Nate, man. He's just trying to get his thing. Oh, poor. He just lost that race in Tampa. Oh, man. He got, like, he got another win this weekend. Bam! On there. Hunter came in there, hit it for him. Bam! Yeah, and then went down. So the whole look was just a bad look. Then you take him out the first lap. Then it was a boring race. So people pissed off because they spending all this money on Peacock. And they like, damn, I'm watching this boring ass race on there. And it all became because somebody got knocked down. And the best guy in the field knocked the one guy that might have been thing on there. Just 
bad look, just a bad look. But the path itself wasn't that dirty. The intention, and you, you can have some issues with that on there, but look, like Hunter said, it's a lot of money. It's a lot online. I saw an opportunity and I kicked that front door in there. I'm sorry, Grandma. I didn't know you were coming out and I ended up breaking your leg. What do you say? Like my intention was open the front door. I'm sorry. I hit Grandma in there, knocked her out. What are you going to call me, a dirty person because Grandma happened to be standing there? That's what Hunter's saying. Look, my intention was go to the front. I intention, I wanted to beat that dude. I intentionally took his ass out. Uh, what? Is that my fault? What? I don't know. Seen an opportunity here in the sand section. Not ideal, but I took it and uh, just kind of never looked back. All I know is that when Tom Bial came up short and I jumped and he went flipping off and I saw that KTM dude kicking that motorcycle, you know how to do was just sitting there looking like as riders and all my riders, you know, when you're a mechanic, you have a crash and mechanics over there kicking your bike. And in your head, you're like, I don't know why the hell he's kicking this thing. I have no intentions to go back out on that motorcycle. Like, I sometimes I rolled in the pits maybe a couple times after big crashes, and they come in there and start kicking my bike. In my head, what I wanted my mechanic to say, he didn't say. I wanted him to say, it's all right, Jay. I saw you hit hard. It's okay, son. Go back to the pits. Go lay down. Have a smoothie. But nah, he started kicking bike. Like, hey, you want to go out again? Bruh, did you just see me, like, hit the wall like Cody did? Did you see me smash my thing? I don't even know if I got two pair of them down there the way I was going. I wasn't tall enough. You saw me flip over here. You know, I don't race Supercross my first go around. I'm here at Daytona. You think I'm going back out there? Can't doing all that work. Kicking that bike. You had no intentions. So all my riders, y'all know me. Y'all saw Tom over there. His reaction. He kicked it. Mechanic says good. He sat there and looked around like, Ah, I'm going back. And then Will comes. He's going back to the pits. Of course he was. He went back there to see his mechanic. Tell him it's okay, son. Go back to the truck. You was riding good all day long. Get yourself a smoothie. When the mechanic start kicking that bike and said, I go back out there. You're like, miss moi. I'm going back that way. Got probably got mad. So Tom, you're riding good. Get well soon. Hope they still there. But you know, your ass was not going back out there. And I don't blame you. I wouldn't have went either. People, got to give a shout out to, I'm feeling dangerous. I'm feeling dangerous. Called it, told you, told my riding, I'm going to say riding partner. I wouldn't have one of those. My rolling partner, Roger and Cole, French Connection, Sorby. I was watching Danger Boy in practice. Said that boy looked good. I said, if he don't fall, definitely top five. Got him on the podium. I'm feeling dangerous, boy. I'm feeling dangerous tonight. Feeling dangerous. I think if he doesn't crash, I, I got him top five easily. Look, it's a big milestone. Remember, I got my first podium at the first race, but I, I didn't know how it felt because I crashed like 18,000 times. And I was kind of like Jerry Martin last weekend, like almost confused that, like, damn, like how many times I crashed? How many people have to crash again? Like, you know, Gossler and Roger Thing, they taking each other out. You mean I got on a podium? That's how, like, I was when I got mine, and I was stoked. I had braces on, didn't even know I was in pink gear. I was like, hey, I'm happy. Danger Boy, you showed up. And you Devo Martin, like Jerry Martin, you should be on Confused Stew list, man. Hey, look, look, I know your brother. He retired, and his life is still up in Seattle, people. He's still smashed up on that ground. But damn, dude, like, you can't let no, you can't let dude go around you like that. I know, like, you just happy, like, you got a little bit Adam Cincerella, and you're like, look, man, I'm trying to make these laps, 
But I said on TV it looks bad on there, but Danger was coming. You were feeling dangerous, and he came in there. So Danger Boy, first off, congratulations, kid. First of many, guarantee. Pump C on there. You own that one. It wasn't like how there's other fourth places and whatnot. People didn't crash. You own that one. So congratulations, kid. Oh, dude, I'm through the roof right now. This is, uh, this is a sick moment for me. I've been working my butt off. All right, people, that's it from round eight here at Daytona, Florida, where we had Eli Tomac do what he did best with the Stu Mendes do. We had Hunter send the thrashing on down because his threat got on the confused cues list, whatever. That didn't even make sense, but it made sense to me. And this one, we're going to go to Indy round nine up there where you're going to have a change of scenery, but you know what it will be. So I'll see you guys next week. Here on the Rewind Show, and that's it. And hopefully, this whole thing makes sense. I'm going to Disney World with Max.